Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Well, we're back. It's already December. Hard to believe the last month of the year. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe a week has already passed since we've done this last. I know, it's incredible. But yeah, yeah. end of the year. Starting to move gonna, into the Going to ramp up Christmas real real uh, hot and heavy now for the next probably three, four episodes and uh, get into a little nostalgia, a little Christmas fun. We'll talk movies and treats, gifts and stocking stuffers, songs. We'll kind of just hit hit all of the high points of Christmas and maybe some of the low. I love fall, but this kind of moving in from Thanksgiving into Christmas, this whole season is my my favorite time of year yeah mine too from from thanksgiving to christmas well actually till the first so from thanksgiving <laughs> to january 1st love it yeah and since and we're in illinois the second boom yeah we're done we're done but unfortunately illinois is not done with us usually so yeah yeah we, from from the second then till like easter it just kind of is a drag but yeah yeah anyway we'll we'll try to make it as fun as we possibly can yeah i'll try to share some memories just some goofy stuff. Uh, yeah, sounds fun. All right. Well, I'm gonna. We're just gonna kind of jump in here, then, unless you have anything else to add. We'll we'll just kind of jump right in here. Um, got a got a would you rather kind of a conversation starter to kick things off, and um, found this one said, "Would you rather only be able to speak in a whisper, or have to shout everything that you say?" So either you're gonna whisper it, or you're gonna shout it. I'm not sure. I'm not either. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so this is a little bit of a tough one for me. Or um, if you whisper everything, there was a, the famous you know Seinfeld episode of the low talker. Um, people will be, I guess you get them to agree with all kinds of stuff with you because they don't know what you're saying. Yeah, and you're going to always get people going, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Whispering along. Then again, if you're shouting everything, there's some things that you don't necessarily want to shout. Because <laughs> <laughs> is this you got to do everything? Yeah, everything. You've only got one volume. It's either all the way up or all the way down. So that's all you've got. So you're sitting at the movie theater yep. and you got to lean over and whisper something to your wife. I got to go take a leak. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is probably a little tougher than... Uh, it seems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and then if you're whispering, like you said, they're always going to be asking you, what'd you, what? What'd you say? What was that? <laughs> so, you, so you're going to have to whisper a lot or shout a lot. So uh, I was thinking of this when I wrote it down and I haven't, I haven't a hundred percent come up with what I want to do yet. <laughs> mm, yeah. I think I, <clears throat> excuse me. I think I, I think I know. If you, if you know, I'll let you go ahead. Cause I, I've, I think I know where I'm going, but I'm not a hundred percent. And then you'll probably try to change my mind. No, I won't try to change. <laughs> but no, I, um, yeah, I thought it through a little bit. So yeah, I, I kind of have a quiet voice anyways. And uh, so I think for me to yell all the time would be difficult. So I think I got to go with the whisper, even though um, I know I'm going to get that. What'd you say? Um, I, I already do that with, with my hearing <laughs> to everybody else. So I figure I may as well contribute it with my talking too. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, that one didn't take a lot of thinking for me. Um, plus I don't want to be sitting in a theater and have to and yell at somebody every, or at church. <laughs> yeah. But you got to remember too, if you get angry now, <laughs> your, yeah. your arguments are going to be a little muted. You're not going to really get about, you jerk, you better pull over. <laughs> you're gonna you can't really be like what be like a squirrel getting angry <laughs> it doesn't really doesn't really convey your point a lot see it's probably a win-win for me because you know me and my arguing yeah, your <laughs> explosive not, anger that you have <laughs> i'm not much of an arguer either so so i guess i guess it works for me all the way around to to just stay quiet um so, so yeah i won't be yelling so what about you okay well after thinking through i I'm about fifty-one percent, forty-nine percent, one way or the other. So, but I think I'm going to go whisper as well, um, simply because I I think there's it's you can have more embarrassing situations with having to shout everything. The whisperer, I could get by without having to 
to, to do much. I, I, I'm going to stick with the whisper. Are you and sure? Not shout. Yep, yep, and not shout everything. I, I'm going to whisper as well. Okay, well so. then, I want to come over and watch you watch a Bears game. Oh, it'd be, uh, <laughs> well, the way they're playing this year, I'm not watching too many Bears games. But true, yeah, it, true. It, it would be, yeah. I'll just throw things instead of, <laughs> I can still get animated, I just won't be able to say much. Yeah. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> yep, so there we go. So we're both going to just whisper, no shouting. Yep, so the rest of this podcast is going to be, be at a whisper. Yep, everybody turn up their, turn up the volume. But uh, that's that's where I'm going as well. A whisper, and uh, you're a whisper as well. Yeah, that's really going to be tough when I got to fight the chicken in my car too. <laughs> From last week's episode, yeah. that's right. You won't be able to scream for help <laughs> if you're ever in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you're if you're ever in trouble or need help, that that could be a problem. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll my dice, roll the dice with it, or my dice. On on that, and just uh, hope everything goes well. You have your well. own private dice? Yes, my own private dice. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting in, we just had Thanksgiving last week, getting into this time of the season, and I've been thinking about, oh, just the past, doing a little, you know, thinking about some nostalgia stuff and things. And this was always the time of the year, right after Thanksgiving, where at our house, when especially when I was a kid, me and my brother... Really, we would start hitting the Sears Wish Book. Now, it would come out like in August, but you really wouldn't pay much attention to it. Yeah, it's there. It's on the table. Mom has it. Now, they also had the J.C. Penny Book, which we didn't look at as much because it was almost all closed, which, eh, as kids, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I had you would kind no of, You'd kind of thumb through it and look, oh, there's a little toy section. Yep, yeah, very little. Really, yeah. The Sears one was the big one. And so usually right after Thanksgiving, sometime on Thanksgiving, you get that one out and you start looking through. All right, let's go through the pages. What can we find in here? Start dog-earing some of those pages. And it's kind of sad in a way with like kids nowadays. They, they don't have that. They don't no. have anything that to look forward to like that. And I know this is just old man Meeks now starting to go, I remember when I was a kid, you know, candy was a nickel. No, but... Uh, yeah, so I, we always enjoyed that. We always would get it out and you circle. Mom would say, well, circle the stuff that you want. And put your initials by that circle so that way I know it's you and not your brother. And <laughs> Well, yeah, and that is, that is you know, nowadays, <clears throat> I think it is probably a little more, you know, there was that element of surprise when you got that book. You know, it's like, like you said, even if it came in August or September, you might do a few precursory glances at it, you know, and let it lay on the counter, kind of mull things over until you actually sat down to look at it. And usually like the day after Thanksgiving or the weekend after Thanksgiving is when we started that. And that's usually when I had to start fighting my brothers for the catalog. Then. Oh yeah. Cause I, you know, uh, I, you've got a brother and I've got three brothers and a sister. My, my sister was younger at the time, so she didn't quite get into that as much, but, but yeah, there's that, that air of excitement. You're ready. Let's go through the book. Let's see what we want. You know, yeah, of course I would irritate and aggravate my younger brother. Because we'd circle stuff, so I'd circle things like Barbie and put his initials on it. <laughs> get mad. We get a big fight. Mom would, you know, threaten us. How about nothing for Christmas? How about that? Like, oh, we're sorry. We'll quit. We'll be good. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, and my brother would be screaming, I don't want a Barbie. <laughs> well, you circle. It's got your initials. <laughs> and he's screaming bloody murder. So yeah, I don't remember ever circling anything from my brothers, but I'm sure I looked at items and made fun of of said brothers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was. Henri, as a kid, to say the least. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and my brother, we, we fought like cats and dogs. So, But thinking about that, and I was looking up some stuff about Sears Wish Books, and when you know the last one came out, I think they said in 93, and then they kind of brought it back for a few years. But that's kind of sad. You know, Sears is about done. There's not too many Sears left. In fact, yeah. the one in our area is closing down, I think, in January or something. Yeah, that's what I read. Yeah. But... Anyway, not to get too much on a downer point, but I was looking through, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I was looking through and I found uh, some people had put some pages out of some old Sears wish books, some from the 70s, some from the 80s and the 60s, and uh, some of the things I found in there were, some of them I had seen before, some of them we'd actually gotten as kids, but I just jotted down a few of uh, some of the more odd or interesting items I found. And the first one I came across, we had, me and my brother actually had these. They, they were called punch me's. They were like a punching bag. You would inflate well, them. I they had was a, your brother. Yeah. Well, he was the punch <laughs> me until, so mom got us that. But they were an inflatable punching bag. And you would blow it up. And the, the bottom of it had a little bit of sand in it. So yeah. then you'd punch it and it would fall over. So it had, 
They had like, uh, it would be Spider-Man or Flipper or Batman. They had a Bozo the Clown one. Um, I'm thinking maybe we had the Bozo the Clown one at one point. We, I, I, I think we had a Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, this is, when you're a kid, you get home from a, a rough day of second grade, you can just beat the crap out of Flipper and take, <laughs> take all your anger out on poor Flipper there. And <laughs> whack, whack, whack. <laughs> Still feel better. So yeah, it was better than punching my brother. But yeah, we we had a punch me or a punch him, a punch him yeah, back. I believe we did too. Uh, one of the things I saw, and I never saw this myself or never paid attention to it, but it was very odd. They had like you could buy dress up stuff, and in one of the magazines they had cowboy western dress up. Well, like so, drag, you dress and dress. <laughs> sure, you could, I guess. But this was. Uh, you know, they had a cowboy and a cowgirl outfits, you know, with a hat and vest. And then, they, of course, you know, politically incorrect back then. They had an Indian, so you could be an Indian maiden yep. or an Indian warrior. And then they had the cowboy ones. But what, the one I found very weird was they had a uh, old lady dress-up costume. <laughs> so, <laughs> were there a lot of little girls that were like, oh, I want to be dress-up. I want to be a princess. I want to be an Indian maiden. I want to be a granny. <laughs> <laughs> it came with these like old high heeled looking shoes and a white powder wig and a shawl and the glasses with the little stick on the side that you'd hold up like opera glasses <laughs> like opera glasses but they were like regular glasses and white clutch pearls are you, are you sure you weren't looking at the Halloween catalog no this was the Christmas <laughs> one and it was three ninety nine so you get the whole outfit there Ooh. for three ninety nine. And, uh, but so they had that one. They have something else called the Space Walkers. Which, yep, and I remember seeing those. We never had those. Yeah, I don't remember these, but I, I saw these, and basically what they were, they looked like, and we'll put pictures of this out on the Facebook page, but the top of them was kind of like, almost like a sandal look. They had a kind of a platform. Platform, and then they had a strap that would strap it. And then underneath there, there was two big springs on another platform. So when you'd walk, they would kind of bounce. It's like, how many of these, you'd have them for about five minutes, you'd end up at the ER, you've rolled an ankle, you've popped something out of joint. I picture kids just screaming and crying after Christmas, like, this is a terrible Christmas. I think they kind of re-released some similar like that in the 90s. Didn't they call them moonwalkers or something? I kind of remember those. Yeah, and then I think, you know, in the last few years, you've had the hoverboards. Yeah. (laughs) Which have basically killed people. (laughs) Well, and the, the little tag that somebody wrote on here said... The recent hoverboard craze has sent many to the emergency room, but these spring-loaded sandals undoubtedly sent children flying towards the pavement as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was the, the, the first generation of the hoverboard. Yeah, the only difference back then is you didn't go to the hospital. <laughs> no. Ah, put some dirt on We'll We'll put an ace bandage on it. You'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, grind some dirt into that scratch. <laughs> yep. Then they had this. For for $1.97, they had, uh, you could buy actual biological species so dead animals that were embalmed so you could get them in they had a crawdad and a grasshopper and a frog i guess if you wanted to just dissect them and cut them i'll say i think my science teachers use those ones. Well, well yeah i don't know why you would want to order them or what kid was circling that maybe a you know an aspiring serial killer or something yeah. i gotta say my, these my brother did my... dissect a live frog one time well th- these aren't live these are yeah. dead so that's, uh, yeah, very, very strange. I don't know anybody that would have tried to, to get these for Christmas. But if you, if you had a weird kid, then you could get those. Yeah, I guess so. They had something else that was called the Silk Factory. And basically, it's just a plastic globe looking. I mean, it's got like little arm, but it's just a, a round plastic globe. And when you ordered it, it also came with little silkworms. And you put the silkworms in there, and I guess you would just sit and watch them spin silk. It looks like a very boring gift. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like, actually vaguely remember those, but we never had them. Who would want that as a kid? You remember, a kid? Do you remember in the comic books, the little uh, seahorses? Oh, yeah. You could buy the, the little kind of like the sea monkeys. Yeah, it's a little container. You put water in it, and yeah. they hatch. And, and you, you want to talk about, I'm going to get off on a tangent. Now, you want to talk about uh, no truth in advertising or misleading advertisements, because in the back <laughs> of those, it would show the family, and it's like a little family then a, a dad and the mom and a little baby and the dad's got like a briefcase like he's going to work I'm like oh look there's a sea monkey family that's what i want and you get them and they, they just look like little floaty 
junk floating around <laughs> in the water. Like, they usually this, had bigger chunks in my water than it. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is this is not what is shown on this magazine. I don't know what they are sending me, but this isn't what I ordered. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> then they also had this a rag doll head lamps. <laughs> There's several different kinds, and they just have like Raggedy Ann and Andy looking heads. But they light up, they glow, and again, I think you know my, I, I hated dolls. dolls as a kid. I can't imagine getting this as a kid. Yeah, and thinking, light oh, this is going to be a great idea. I'm going to get this as my present. I want these doll heads that light up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that saw the picture. They're kind of creepy. Yeah, and this, this was more, you know, you're starting to get into the uh, adult side, not just kids, but uh, one of the things I saw was, for the, for the ladies, they had a velour pants set. Nice. Yeah, so pants probably with a matching, matching top. leisure suit for the guy. Well, they probably did. But I didn't see that, in, in at least in these uh, pictures that somebody had put out there. But they had, yeah, the, the velour uh, pants set there. So a matching pants set for the, for the ladies. They had black and burgundy. And uh, $5.99. Really nice. I mean, top good, of the line. Good, good value. Was yeah. One, I think. Then they also had... This was from the 1972 magazine, <clears throat> State of the Art Electronics. And I've got one for that, too. Yes. Go ahead. State of the Art Electronics. It says uh, it's a uh, an electric calculator. And I, what would you pay for an electric ca- a calculator? <clears throat> before, before you say too much, <clears throat> excuse me. Let me tell you all of its great features that they have. Well, yeah, because that may make the decision yes. on the price. So... Here are the one, two, three, four, five, six features that they list on this <laughs> wonderful piece of electronics. <laughs> it weighs less than nine ounces. It's so compact it'll fit in a purse or a shirt pocket. It's rechargeable, so it operates on a built-in battery or AC power supply. <clears throat> now this this is really nice. Divides, multiplies, adds, and subtracts. We gotta have subtraction. Yes, answers appear instantly and silently in the lighted window. <laughs> well, it's good. It's silent too. Well, you don't, don't want yeah, a noisy. So, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> this was from 1972. I was fairly young then, so I didn't use calculators, so I didn't know that they were that noisy. But apparently, they were very noisy. Why were they so noisy? I don't, I don't know. I don't really remember anything being unless you're talking about the clacking of the keys or something. I guess I don't know, but that was one of the one of the big selling points that says here is that it's quiet. There's a constant key. It lets you multiply or divide a long series of numbers by a constant key without re-entering that constant. So I guess it's like a memory key. Yeah. You'd touch it. it, um, Clear entry key. So when you put something in, if it's not what you want, you don't have to just leave it. You can clear it out and start over. Which they're probably comparing this a lot to the adding machines that I would, were around that I would day. think so. That's probably, and they were noisy, so. And then the last thing is it's got the floating decimal automatically placed in the right position. So, so you, you probably want it quiet because you couldn't you couldn't go add in the closet or something like that with an adding machine because somebody hear you. You could take that in there, though. And that's right. Lit up and everything, and you could quietly add. <laughs> so you've got this wonderful piece of electronics, Greg, in 1972. You could, you could ask for this. You could ask your mom, circle it. This is what I want. $98.95. It's a bargain. A it's a bargain steal. at twice the price. <clears throat> a steal at $98.95. Which is, I can actually remember pre-calculators. I mean, it's crazy. but um, And, you know, about that same time, you started seeing uh, LED watches. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they were they were cool for the, you know, when they came out. <laughs> now, kids would be like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> They've got all that on their phone and more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the phone, these things don't even come close no. to what a phone would do. No. Um, so, yeah, that, that's they, that's interesting. And the last thing that, there was a bunch of stuff in there, but the last thing that I had that I, I found and it kind of caught my, caught my eye, and uh, we had one of these as a kid growing up. In fact, I think we have a set of this now. I've never used it, but the fondue set. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, this one, they have several colors. They've got red. They've got the uh, orange, that weird-looking yellow. The, yeah. Uh, what, Sun Harvest that, yellow. Or, or, yeah. Then they have yeah. a green, a lo- like an avocado yep. green. 
Our fridge down the garage is that color. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> we had, uh, I think when I was growing up, it seemed like we had the Sun Harvest colors in our kitchen. Yeah, we and did too. My aunt, I think, had uh, that, what was that, sunburst orange kind of a... Yeah, the orange was popular yeah, in the she 70s. had that. But I, I got to look at, the, so they sell these fondue sets, and fondue to me is like, hey, what's the most unhygienic way we can have a dinner party? Let's let's have everybody come over. We'll put one giant pot in the middle of the table. Everybody grab forks and just stab whatever uh, piece of meat or thing that we're going to be cooking. Cause and we're sure it's going to be perfectly done, too. Oh, yeah. We've got this uh, little can of sterno heat we'll put underneath to heat up the oil. Yeah. And then you heat up your, your meat. Or you could have cheese. There was the cheese fondue. Yeah. Um, that was always nice. And then when we're done, we'll bring in our second set which will have some kind of chocolate. And then you would either cut up like uh, angel food cake. Marshmallows. Marshmallows. You'd have strawberries. And everybody just dips it in there and eats it. And then right now stabs the fork right and now he's dips it. it into the microphone. <laughs> That's right. Nobody can see that. <laughs> dip it back in. Everybody just keep, you know, eat off the same forks and keep sticking that down so we mix all that saliva together. And let me get some of that backwash because that sounds delicious. <laughs> You're burning it off with the, the molten oil that's <laughs> not enough for me. Not, not enough for me. Yeah, but we did the sterno. Oh, and it was nice too when you'd have a piece of chicken and you go to stick it on there and you stick that knife into your for that fork into your finger. <laughs> yeah, now, two, now you're bleeding on yeah, top of it. You got two looks like the world's smallest vampire bit your finger. Too little bit yeah. puncture puncture wounds about uh you know an eighth of an inch apart. Yeah, it's like here I can put this chicken on. Ah. <laughs> oh, but that that was all I really had come up with. I the wish book. Um, like I said, they don't really do that now. As, as when our son was younger, I remember at Thanksgiving, uh, somebody would always go get the paper for Thanksgiving Day, and it would weigh 15 pounds. You bring it in, oh, yeah. and open yeah. it up, and it's got all of the <clears throat> Black Friday sale flyers in there. And yeah, that's what my kids did too. Were the, were the more yeah. the Black Friday stuff. You start passing around. Who's got the Toys R Us flyer? Who's got the Menards or the Walmart? And you start seeing what's the Doorbuster prize? Oh, we got to get to the Doorbuster, which they're is some unbelievable price of something that they have two of. And there's, you know, 700 people in line out in front of the store. Yeah, and now the goofy stores can't even figure out what day they're going to be open. They've ruined Black Friday. I used to kind of enjoy it, actually. I'd go out, me and the kids and Lori, we'd go out like 3, 4 a.m. and go out and then go have breakfast. And that was kind of fun. Uh, then they, oh, we're going to be open Thanksgiving at midnight. And then we're going to be open Thanksgiving at 6 p.m. And it's like... I just lost all interest in it once they started doing that. Yeah, we never, we only went out, I, I can only remember going out one time, and my wife is not a morning person, so was not as enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And we found really most of the time that if we waited and we'd go out at like noon, you'd find almost the same deals as you would get earlier. There was a few items that would be gone, but most of them, again, unless you were the some of the very first people, you weren't getting those huge doorbuster deals necessarily. Yeah. Um, and now they got Cyber Monday. They got things. They got Black Friday sales that have already started back in November or the first of November, where you can get things online. So yeah, they've really blurred that whole line of, oh, this is the day where you need to shop, or this is a day where they've just made it or, all. Or what do you give the kids to make you know? It's exciting. Where it's exciting. Where it's like, oh, this this thing happened, and now I'm excited about it, and I don't know. Yeah. But as you were as you were talking about it, kind of backing up to electronics a little bit, I, I went and looked at uh, uh, the catalogs too, and I found an ad from 1981. Yep, and it was for a VCR. Well, VCRs in the Sears catalog. Um, I won't go through all the features and stuff that the VCRs had, but they were a pretty big unit. Oh yeah, the VCRs were. What do you think the price in 1981, 1981 for, a, for VCR a VCR was? And I'll give you like the average price. Okay, if I had to guess, I would say four ninety five. Nope, closer to a thousand dollars. I saw, uh, yeah, I just put it around a thousand. I saw one for nine twenty eight, and I saw one for twelve something. It's like, wow. I do. I think I remember paying two or three hundred dollars for one um, a Mitsubishi one that we bought. Um, so yeah, the, the uh, VCRs were really pricey. So yeah, it, it'd be funny to go back and look through all the like electronics and stuff like that and see what the prices actually were. Now, did your VCR have the top eject where you hit the button and take a second and 
It would pop up and you'd pull the tape out of it, or did it just come in and my, out of the... My friend had that one, and actually his was funny, because he had... It was a two-piece unit. It, was, it had the section that held the tape, mm-hmm. and that was wired to another section that had the controls on it. Oh. And so, yeah, you'd hit the button over here on this one, and it would have to tell the other one to eject, so yeah, and it would pop out the top. <laughs> no, we well, we waited long enough to where ours was uh, front load. Okay. But... uh but yeah, and another thing on the, uh, and then we probably can wrap up this this catalog thing. But do you remember watching Saturday morning cartoons and they would start having the ads as well? Oh yeah. So that you'd was... be sitting there watching cartoons and it's like, oh, I want that toy, and yeah. you'd go look for that the catalog and see if the <laughs> see if it was in there. You always do as a because they'd start out the the commercials usually with some kind of sleigh bell or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, so, Christmas. What, what is this? What is Hasbro or whatever would be coming up or Mattel? Like, oh, what is this going to be? But yeah, it was always uh, always fun. It was always the kickoff to the to the Christmas season. You'd start right after Thanksgiving, get, get into it big time. Yeah, I think maybe in the next weeks or the week after that episode, we'll talk more about specific toys that we liked or we wanted when we were you know, looking for those toys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or maybe some of our favorite <laughs> gifts. And we can talk about some of our favorite and worst ones when we were young, and we can talk about some even when we're older, too. Just Oh, yeah. Um, loved, loved the Christmas time. But So that's really all I had for the, for the you know, the wish list, the JCPenney's and the, the Sears. The Sears was the big one. And then the, all the flyers that we had as, you know. Yeah, I do remember Montgomery Ward's playing a yeah, factor in yeah. there as well. I forgot about Montgomery Ward. I don't know if they had a catalog. It seemed like or, they did. I don't think it was as big as this year's, but it seemed like they would have a, a catalog. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of think they did. Or Monkey Wards, as my dad was always yeah, called. Monkey Wards. Yeah, Monkey yeah. Wards. But then, whenever you would, you know, if you did, you get to Christmas Day, you bought something for the kids or whatever, and they'd open up the box, and they'd get some kind of toy. <laughs> then they'd hand it to you to open it. <laughs> You, you've got to be a structural engineer half the time to get the thing out of the box. It, first, it's it's in the, the box itself. You rip the box open. Then it's in some kind of a casing, mm-hmm. form-fitted plastic casing. And then in there, they, they've got it wire-tied and then sometimes screwed into the thing. I've got to bring in a, a whole set of tools just to open it up yeah. to get it out of there. And then once you get it out of there, you got to have batteries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to figure out, some of them hide it, like, how do I even get the battery section open? I can't figure out. It takes it. another set of yeah. tools. Well, then, or they, you need a jeweler's screwdriver now, because they got the teeny tiny screw up in there. You're yeah. like, oh man, I can't get this open. Did you ever forget to get batteries before Christmas Day? Oh, I'm sure. For, yeah. for Garrett? <laughs> I, I've broken the little battery uh, door before. Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah. something brand new. Not knowing that there was a little bitty screw in there and you're trying to pop it open and you're like, oh man. <laughs> it's like, Dad, I need two double A's. Go get the remote. Yep. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, we're not changing the television. Turn it to what you want to watch because we're not being able to change it. I know yeah. we could get up and walk across the room and change it ourselves, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. Well, transitioning to packaging, packaging like this. This isn't so much Christmas related. Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit, and I, I've run across a couple things recently where it's like, uh, but yeah, you got you got that. And then another thing that uh, that we encounter with packaging is, especially men, I run into this. You go buy a sports shirt for your suit, and you get you <laughs> to try it on. You go into the dressing room, and it's in a package. It's in a nice rectangle, and there are. <clears throat> tons of these little pins in there you got to pull out and it's like why did they make it that way knowing you got to try a shirt on and i think they always try to find a couple spots to hide a pin where you can't find it so that you'll find it when you put it on oh You're yeah like, oh <laughs> and they put they put 75 pins in the shirt well yeah and then they layers of cardboard and tissue and those little plastic clips yeah. that hold and cardboard in the neck it's like you got to disassemble this thing to try it on. And then it's like, oh, this one don't fit me. So is there some 10-year-old <laughs> in Indonesia that's putting all of those little stick pins in it? Or do they actually have a machine where they fold the shirt and then... <laughs> <laughs> shoot it full little, of little dark gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. There we go. I think that one's good. Put it in the box. Eventually, at least the dressing rooms got smart about it and had little pin cushions in there that you could... Otherwise, you had those little pins laying all over Everywhere. the place, too. Yeah, don't, don't take your shoes off or your... Your feet will be bloody by stepping on those stick pins. Yeah, it's like, hey, how about put the shirts on a hanger so I can 
take the hanger in a bed dressing room, try it on. Oh, that don't fit. Go grab another one. <laughs> but now I've disassembled this package, and uh, I got all these needles. And not to mention that you got little holes in your shirt too. <laughs> yeah, that's well, just uh. just trying on clothes, like when, especially this time of year too. Um, <laughs> that was making me think about like I was a kid. We go. We go Christmas shopping. Mom said we're just going to window shop, which basically meant we go out and we try on, so she knew what size we would. Oh, there was nothing worse than that. Going to the driving to the store, you're grabbing different shirts. You're having to go into the the dressing room. And your mom's coming in. Come out, and then you come out and say, "Oh yeah," and she'll grab the top of your pants, be shaking them and pull it up on them. You're like, "Mom, I just want to see if you have enough room in the seat. Move your move your arms. Quit yeah. holding them. Yeah, pull your shirt up. Now walk around. Now jump. Run. Like what?" Doing. Mom, I can't run. These you shoes have strings holding them together. <laughs> yeah, you got to shuffle your feet. <laughs> yeah, so, I think that'll that'll work. Those will, those will fit fine. You'll be able to wear those for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. So the shirts drove me crazy, and then kind of back to the toys you were talking about or electronics. Did you ever buy stuff that was in the hermetically sealed plastic? That you got to use a knife or something to, and you end up about stabbing yourself in the <laughs> chest trying to to get it open, and then the plastic is so sharp that it cuts you too when you try to. You're losing fingers and everything. The kids have no idea what you went through to get them their toy. <clears throat> and some of that's even more recent too. It's like, who are they sealing this for? Yeah, and that's another thing. It's, it'll be on something that's like innocuous that or that you don't. Innocuous, not innocuous. Innocuous. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds more like a Marvel character. Yes, innocuous. But something that is like, there's no reason for this to be this secured into this package. Yeah, it's it's fine. You could have just you know put one little thing in there and been done. But yeah, you got to have a a Rambo knife to to try to get the packaging open and not disembowel 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 yourself. I'm having all kinds of word problems. <laughs> Well, yeah, like you, you say it's electronics and you pull it out and it's got a wire. And then around that wire, there may be a piece of plastic that is, it's, it's a strength that's unknown. <laughs> you, you got, how in the world can you, you can't pull it, pull it off because it's so tight around it. You can't pull it off. You go to try to cut it and you're not, I don't want to cut the wire. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're, that's, you feel like MacGyver trying to clip the right, uh, wire to not blow up the building and like, man, I don't want to cut this, but I got to cut. Here and it's always you're trying to cut and you slip. Oh, oh, then I cut it. I've done that where I've nicked the wire before. You're like, gosh darn it! <laughs> now I got to put, I got to put electrical tape around the wire on a brand new product. Yeah. Have you or Misha ever? As you're talking, we're still on. Go back to clothes again. Have you ever bought clothes and got home and they left the security tag on it? Oh yeah. And try to get those off. <laughs> yeah. Once again. <laughs> or you ever? We had. I think we had a coat. I don't know if it was, I can't remember. I think it was my wife's coat, but they had one of those security tags like inside somewhere. And we could, so she'd walk into stores and they'd bong, bong, bong. Every time we'd walk in and out of the store, she's like, I just came in. I have nothing, nothing on me. But yeah, it's constantly going well, we on. We got to strip search you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and, and thinking about, you know, the, the toys and stuff with the hard packaging. As a kid, you're sitting there waiting for your, you know, dad to get this thing open so you can play with it, and so now you're getting all amped up to, and your dad's getting mad because he can't get it to open right, and so it ends up being this, you know, you're in trouble now, and now you're you're grounded from the toy yeah. before you even got to play with it. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know in your family, but in our family, the way it was when I was kids, we get our on Christmas Day, you start opening up. I don't want to get too much into Christmas Day quite yet, but. You start opening up your gifts and everything. My dad was was the type of person who we'd get ready to open gifts. Well, he would go get a garbage sack, a, a fresh garbage sack, oh, and put yeah. it in there. And as soon as the paper is coming off, he's grabbing it, <laughs> putting it in the bag. <laughs> Give me that box. Give me this paper. Put all this in here. We don't, we don't want a mess. mess. No mess. We don't want to have a mess. <laughs> so, and the big joke was one year we got all done, and my mom would like take the clothes, and she would take the wrapping paper off and put the clothes back in the clothes box and yeah. stack them over there. Well, my dad took all of those boxes out and burned them. Well, he didn't check all the boxes and one of them had my pair of pants in it and he burned a brand new pair of <laughs> Levi's that I'd gotten for Christmas and he swore up and down his whole life that he never did it. But <laughs> I was like, you took the boxes, you burned them, no one ever saw the pants again. <laughs> so, 
that was always the uh, the the big joke. Is that, uh, <laughs> you got to be careful, or your dad's going to burn everything. Burn your you pants. Can. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that made me think of one thing I, I want to talk about for a later at a, on a another pre Christmas podcast is the process that you used <clears throat> to get to like open your presents. Was it like a oh yeah. you know one at a time? Did you all do it at once? We won't. I don't want to talk about it right now. No, but yeah. We're some people cover that some later. people would do it at Christmas Eve. They do one at Christmas. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting yeah conversation. Yeah, yeah. everybody you, has their own way of doing it, and we can we can hit on ours. Yeah, their own process. Maybe anybody out there that feel feel free to, to <clears> send us uh, either a message on Facebook or an email or something how you did it, and we'll maybe talk about those as well. Yeah. So this segment, we'll call it potpourri or miscellaneous. I like potpourri. Uh, potpourri. <laughs> it's not really potpourri. Potpourri. <laughs> but um, some things that, as I've been driving around listening to the radio, some things I've seen that's kind of just uh, tickled my fancy, let's say. <laughs> Today, I was in Peoria, driving around, and there was a sign out front of this building, and it was for a, an eye clinic, and it says uh, Peoria something something eye clinic. Mm-hmm. And they had this whole big sign that says, Peoria's best kept secret. <laughs> and I got to think, I said, I think they want it to be the worst kept secret, don't you? Because if it's a business and it's the best kept secret, it means we don't we don't have anybody here. We have zero customers because we are such a, a great secret. Nobody even knows we're a business. I know it is weird when you think about that because you hear a lot of businesses say that. Best kept secret. I've heard a lot of businesses too where they'll say, well, we're the worst kept <clears throat> secret. That one I get. It's like, hey, we're really good, but everybody knows it, so come on in. But uh, maybe they are that way. Maybe they're like, no, we don't want a bunch of customers. <laughs> don't tell anybody. In fact, forget you even saw this sign. <laughs> like, well, if you're best kept secret, why do you have this giant sign out in front of your building here asking people to come on yeah, in? Yeah, you're not doing a very good no. job. <laughs> no, you're not keeping the secret. <laughs> so there was that. And then uh, I was listening to the radio, and they were talking about... Uh, something that happened to my beloved bears, which is pathetic. But uh, one of the guys made a comment about something. It's like, well, boy, they really opened up a can of worms with that. And I think it's, I've never really thought about that. But can of worms usually means something troublesome or there's some kind of, you're opening up a can of worms, you open up something that's really going to be a problem for you later on. Right. Are worms really that big of a problem? Where did that come from? Where, oh no, he opened a can of worms. If I was going to open a can of things and something came out, worms, I'd be like, eh, not a big deal. <clears throat> so was that a problem at one point where there weren't A worms? can of like Africanized killer bees? Bad. Really bad. Snakes? Can of snakes? Black widows? A tarantula? All terrible. But can of worms is something that I wouldn't really be that worried about. <laughs> if something was good, would you open up maybe a can of puppies? A can of Reese's. Ooh, yeah. See, I, I would go there over the puppies. <laughs> what can of Reese's? <laughs> well, I would too. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know why. Why the can of worms? I don't know. We need to look at that other phrases sometimes because there there are a ton of phrases. Oh, out there. I, yeah. Like, when I was looking up can of worms, I saw there was a list of things people say. Is like <laughs> there were some really odd ones that. Well, one of them was you know beat around the bush. <laughs> just say what you're going to say why Why beat around the bush who was doing something that quit beating around that bush just do what you're doing Like I don't get where beat around the bush came to mean you need to speak your mind or say what you want to say and don't just keep stammering kind when of I was in junior high out. kids would get thrown into the bush <laughs> thrown but, into the bush but I don't remember that doesn't sound like a good thing either. yeah I don't know about beating around the bush <laughs> beat in the bush <laughs> throw you in the bush and beat you <laughs> uh, yeah there's there's a lot of phrases that it's like I know they all have a meaning that came from something but it's like when you hear them now it's like what does that mean <laughs> yeah so and I've seen a, a couple window stickers that were just kind of odd um, <laughs> and I don't even know what this means I did not look it up because I, I just I, I didn't <laughs> want to look up what it meant but there was some car and it had all kinds of stickers all over it. And I, so I always find myself reading them just like, what are all, okay, what are these people doing? It's not, you know, like some of them, baby on board or coexist or, you know, eat vegan or whatever they're doing. Right. <clears throat> this one said, vaccinate your crotch goblins. <laughs> I have never heard that in my life. 
I don't know what crotch goblins are. No, and I don't know if I really want to. No. And if I had them, I don't think I'd vaccinate them. I want them gone. I, I don't want to just vaccinate them up. Uh, let's get rid of the crotch goblins. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't look it up because I was a little little afraid to. I don't know what they're talking about. I'm not, I don't want that in my search history. Yeah, anytime you I'm type the word crotch, crotch into no. a search, that's not a good thing. No. Unless it's unless it's man getting hit in crotch with football, then that's funny. Well, but. yeah, that's, and, and that makes it okay. Yeah, too. but but the crotch goblin, and maybe that would be funny too. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it would. I kind of would think probably going in a different direction with that. But I know if I've got them, I think I do want them vaccinated. Well, I, I want to, I want to be vaccinated for them. I don't want them being vaccinated. They're getting even stronger. They're even better now. I'll never get rid of the crotch goblins. New I got them improved. vaccinated. New and improved crotch goblins. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, vaccinated so, crotch goblins. And that was a window sticker. It was a window sticker. Front side, I mean, it was big and it was uh, prominent because it caught my. I mean, it was it had a bunch of them on there. I couldn't tell you what the other one said, but that one, boom. Well, yeah, you see the word crotch goblin, and it's it was like, big <laughs> crotch goblins. I'm like, what is that? So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, you know, you are gonna have to look that up at some point. Yeah, uh, I know, probably, but uh, I don't know. I didn't today, so. But yeah, so somebody out there has vaccinated crotch goblins. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I had, as we were talking about, you know, plays on words and stuff, I didn't really, I'm in the shop a lot at work. You're out on the road quite a bit. Um, so I don't get exposed to as many of these types of signs and stuff. But I, as I drive around, um, there's one particular line of businesses that always have a play on words in their names, and that's hair salons. I think that's a law. They have to. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> So I looked up a few that are just, I just went into Google and I said, hair salons near me. And the very first one on the list is Salon Lush. Lush. <laughs> so I don't know if they got a drunk in there or, <laughs> or you go there. Hair comes drunk. out. Maybe it's, it's a, a bar mess. and salon. Maybe it is. <laughs> so yeah, Salon Lush. Um, oh, what's another one? Sheer Perfection. And shear is probably spelled like S-H-E-E-R, like a shear, like we're shearing it up. S-H-E-A-R. Oh, S-H-E-A-R. Yep. Shear. Yeah. Um, The parlor. (laughs) The parlor. That's not so much a play on words, except for you wouldn't know that's about hair. (laughs) Sounds like it's from 1890. Yeah. I'm going to the parlor. Get my hair and mustache waxed. Or how about the therapy... Beauty Lounge, T H A I R, and then with hair, A P Y, therapy, because <laughs> yeah, it's like the therapy, therapy. Yep. So therapy. Nice. Um, there was another one I saw that was kind of interesting, because um, I'm not sure exactly what they're driving at with it. Let me see here. Where'd that one go. Oh, there's the Doll House Hair Company, H A U S E. Headlines Hair Studio. Let's see here. Uh, Tangles Hair Salon. <laughs> I didn't tell you go to your come out your hair is a knotted mess. Where have you been? I just got my hair done. <laughs> yeah, you don't go there to get it tangled. <laughs> oh, where's that one at here? That was kind of interesting. Uh, sugar and spice and everything nice. Um. Moxie Hair Studio. You've got Moxie. Yeah. Um, there's another Tangles. <laughs> they must be a chain. Lots of Tangles. <laughs> tangles too. <laughs> Where did that one go? Um, there's Northern Lights Salon and Spa. <laughs> the Northern Lights. Yeah. I guess, does that mean everybody wants to... Oh, here it is. Salon Alchemy. What does that mean? Well, alchemy doesn't have to do with metal and stuff. Yep. I looked it up. So, the medieval forerunner of chemistry, based on the supposed transformation of matter, it was concerned particularly with attempts to convert base metals into gold or find a universal elixir. 
Are there just like a wizard you go in there? <laughs> I think so. Come and sit upon the throne and I shall do up your hair. <laughs> the salon. Remove those tangles. <laughs> yeah, salon alchemy. I'm not sure what that one means. So, anyways, you get the point. They, they uh, yeah, the one I go to is called Sheer Envy. S-H-E-A-R, again, Envy. So, yeah, so when I leave, everyone is envious. Sheer envy. Yeah. I got one more thing. It doesn't really go with this. But I'm going to bring it up because I meant to bring it up earlier. Well, I, yeah, I got one bounce back too, so, so go ahead. Okay, this this is kind of all over the place. I heard this today. It was on the news that uh, coming up into the Christmas season, you know, you got the ugly Christmas sweaters. You go to parties and people like to wear the ugly Christmas sweaters. PETA has one now. They're, they're coming out with one. So, you know, you can go and uh, be at a party and show... That you know that you're still protesting against the the poor treatment of animals, I guess. Yeah, well, you want to be able to but protest at all times. It's a green green sweater, and it says "Wool hurts," and it has a like a sh- sheep, a lamb coming kind of three D out, and the lamb is all bloody. It's a bloody lamb. These people don't. <laughs> I thought you don't kill a sheep to shear it. It's just a haircut. <laughs> They just shave it and get the wool off. If you don't, you have ever seen a sheep that hasn't gotten sheared? They grow the wool. The wool just grows and grows, and they, it becomes where it's almost, um, they can't even move around. I mean, so they have to be sheared right. to, yeah, to, yeah. to keep going. Um, but uh, I, I heard that, and I, I saw that sweater. So I'm like, so this is, I guess, you know, if you get invited to a, a, a holiday party, and you want people to know you're that annoying uh ethical treatment for animals person you can wear this because you know who doesn't enjoy going to a holiday party hey everybody happy holidays merry christmas and you look and see that guy you're like uh stay out of the corner over there because this guy's going to try to corner you and tell me that everything i'm eating and wearing is killing something and he's gonna be fine so yeah wool hurts and the bloody lamb so there you go get you a, a nice uh, christmas sweater there from PETA. It sounds more like a tribute to the movie Aliens, where the the monster pops out of the guy's it chest. It looks exa- it looks a lot like that. And like I said, I'll, I'll put pictures of it out on the website. Yeah, put the alien picture next to it. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to do that. Oh, uh, so see, so yeah, I my backup was uh, when we were talking about the product packaging. I forgot to talk about two of them, and one of them is uh, potato chips. You ever tried to open a bag of potato chips like discreetly, or you know? Just they, they feel like they're tight and you're pulling on. You're talking about a miniature anxiety attack when you're doing it and you're like, oh, come on, come on. And it either will go and it'll open. You're like, oh, yeah, I made her or boom. <laughs> and then it's raining chips. <laughs> yeah, I've had that actually happen. Oh, sitting in line for a concert and we were we had camped out for tickets back many years ago for a concert. And I had a bag of big bag of potato chips and I just pulled on them like that and boom, everywhere. <laughs> And then the other thing, and this is another one that that'll really stress you out, is breakfast cereals. Oh, that that yeah. inner that inner plastic bag when you go to try to open it, they make it impossible to open on the seam. You always end up tearing it. Then it never rolls up right in there. Again. A third of the cereal falls between the box and the bag, and it's yeah. down in and the bottom. And then it gets stale. <laughs> it's, so yeah, that that so that's backing up to the packaging. Uh, <clears throat> two more gripes for me. Yeah, you think as long as cereal's been around, they could come up with a better packaging idea. That's we got the Ziplocs. That's the same <laughs> packaging as when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean it was. It hasn't changed. It's like they they sealed it with hot glue or something, <laughs> and you you go to pull it and try it on that seam, and it always tears the bag. Now you got a rippled up hole there to pour out of that never pours right. Then we're going to make this see through plastic that seems like it's a tenth of a millimeter thick. But it's got the tinsel strength of, uh, you know, the high steel on a high high rise building. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've given up cereal because of it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, uh, so yeah, that that uh, uh, it drives me crazy. Okay. Just what thinking about it, I'm a little stressed out. I know it. Me too. But uh, do you have anything? I, that, that's all I have. I've, like I said, I kind of jumped all around here. Yeah, today, we kind of bounced around a little bit. Yeah, it's Christmas time. Yeah, that's all right. We've been into the eggnog or something today. I don't yep. know what's going on. But we do like the Christmas season, and yep. and we'll uh, be hitting it. And it isn't more later on. I'm going to get on my political stance here, but it is not 
Happy Holidays. It's Christmas. Oh, and I said Happy Holidays. Well, it, it can be Happy Holidays, but we know the meaning of Christmas. And He's making a threatening fist to me, everybody, just yes, so you know. That's right. I just want to, you know. So next week, it'll just be Greg Daniels' podcast. <laughs> it's funny. That it's okay. Yes, but we do observe Christmas. So any of you out there that are listening, don't believe the suicide note if I'm turn up the... <laughs> Turn up dead. <laughs> There'll be a orangutan in his car. <laughs> Again, from a previous episode. Yeah, I know. I make references. To, I'm assuming you listen. people listen. Got to listen. <laughs> and I probably shouldn't do that. Ah, they won't right. after this one. No. <laughs> We've lost all of our listeners now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's look forward and see what we have to celebrate this week. Um, all kinds of fun stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what do we got? We got on Monday, Monday? second. So yes. I'll let you, let you start off here, and we'll we'll just fire through these and see what we got. Yep, Monday, December 2nd, the fun holiday today is Fritter's Day. Fritter's <clears throat> Day. Yep, it's an unofficial holiday that's dedicated to the snack made by frying battered vegetables, fruits, or meat. Um, personally, apple fritters or strawberry fritters, mm like the donut I never type. thought of vegetables or meat. I always thought of, like, yeah, well, uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like apple fritters or strawberry fritters, some kind of a donut that they fry up with fruit in it. Yeah, I mean, sorry, but who wants a vegetable fritter? <laughs> no, I don't. I guess I'll, I'll take I, a hamburger fritter there. You got a <laughs> chocolate glazed one? I'm surprised McDonald's doesn't have hamburger frittles, fritters, frittles, or frittles. That's what they would call it, McFrittles. I think I'm getting slap happy. <laughs> um,. Actually, I have had a corn fritter. See, I never cared for those. I I know of them. I've been where they have them. I don't want to eat them. Have you ever had them out at Fairview Farms? Yeah, I didn't care for them. Oh, powdered sugar. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. So, December 2nd. It's the corn Monday. that I have a problem with, not the powdered <laughs> sugar. I don't like biting in and seeing kernels of corn in my dessert. <laughs> Take the corn out. <laughs> it's disgusting. Sorry, we got off track again. Yeah, but the apple fritter. I do like apple fritters. All right, so that's Monday. It's fritter day. I guess how can you celebrate? Go eat a fritter. <laughs> Pretty simple. Vegetable fritter. Yeah, any kind of no. fritter. No, fruit fritter. Sorry. <laughs> Not vegetable. See, now this says, have fritters for all your meals. Start the day with donuts. Have tempura for lunch. Onion pakoras for a snack. Don't even know what that so is. So they're saying any kind of... Fried dough with some kind of a filling that's either... Yeah, I guess for dessert, have a churro. Um, yeah, so... All right, so anything fried, basically. Yeah, have something fried. <laughs> fried something and eat it. Call it a fritter. Happy Fritter Day. So, all right, that's Monday. What do you got for Tuesday? Tuesday, December 3rd is Make a Gift Day. Since we're coming up to Christmas, we want to uh, be as cheap as we possibly can. No. <laughs> it says this holiday, uh, since the holidays are just around the corner, if you're panicking about all the gifts you still have to buy, worried about how your wallet is feeling lighter by the day, then make a gift day is the unofficial holiday for you. So you're, they encourages you to lovingly handcraft gifts for all of your loved ones. <laughs> now, I don't lovingly handcraft them. I just slap it together and throw it in a box. Here you go. Here's your card. That'll be this one will be easy for babies because they always say babies made you a gift. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so babies can celebrate it all day long. They can <laughs> making you little presents. Nice. <laughs> Wrap it up and give it to somebody. <laughs> oh, that'd be gross. Uh, so anyway, so it says how to celebrate. It's an easy one. Make handmade gifts for everyone for the holiday season. Um, you can host a gift making party. Have people over and make all kinds of gifts. To do it yourself. Um, you can test out your do-it-yourself skills. Maybe have a nailed-it party. So you bring out like a Pinterest thing and everybody has to make it and see who gets the closest to actually making the product look the way it's supposed to. That could be kind of fun. Or who makes one that is scary and have, makes you have nightmares. So, <laughs> But anyway, December 3rd, Tuesday, is Make a Gift Day. So get out there and make a gift. All righty, we'll do that. And on Wednesday the 4th, it's Wear Brown Shoes Day. So on the 4th, take out your best brown shoes and wear them on Brown Shoe Day. Um, I think I typically wear brown shoes, so I don't know. I don't really have any best ones. <laughs> so I guess my regular ones are my best ones. Now, if we were 
since we were just whispering from here on out, <laughs> would we have to wear hush puppies? Yes. Oh, okay. Brown ones at that. So, yeah, brown shoes. Um, how to celebrate it? Wear brown shoes. <laughs> really, um, I did not see that coming. Yeah, that's some of these that, are surprising. That I? was a twist right there. If you don't own a pair, maybe today is the day, the day to go buy some brown shoes. Uh, if you usually wear brown shoes to work, why not wear a different shade of brown? Perhaps tan, camel, or russet. Okay. I'll need to get some russet shoes. Me too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, Wednesday the 4th. We got brown shoe day. All right. Thursday, December the 5th is Day of the Ninja. All right. Not Ninja Day, Day of the Ninja. And it's a day to honor and celebrate the sneaky and stealthy masked warriors in black garb from ancient Japan. Ninjas were professional spies in Japan, and they were uh, active between the 13th and 19th centuries. And a ninja's job included infiltration, sabotage, espionage, and even assassination. They're pretty bad, those ninjas. Yep. This is why, uh, while po- popular culture is full of stories about ninjas, usually featured as cunning, secretive, brave, and skillful fighters, there are very few historical accounts of them. Historians believe that in Japanese society, ninjas were not considered to be a part of an elite class of fighters. That place was reserved for the samurais. Mm. And because of this, ninjas were often recruited to do unsavory tasks like arson and terrorism. They did not dress in black either, as you see depicted in films and TV and comic books. Uh, most of the time, since they were spies, they would try to blend in um, with the people that they were going to spy on. So how can you celebrate? Watch a ninja movie. Maybe watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Have a ninja-themed party. Everyone dra- dress up like ninja. Or it says, go to work, dress as a ninja, and try to sneak up on your coworkers. <laughs> That might not end up well. <laughs> or you could watch the, what are the Pink Panthers with uh, Inspector Clouseau and his... Uh, Judo. Judo trying to sneak up on him in all those movies. So th- that was always funny. I like that. And a little did you know, it says, contrary to popular belief, ninjas were not all men. Women ninjas were known as kunachi. So no. who would have thought that women were sneaky and conniving? But there you go. <laughs> we won't even touch that one. <laughs> So I have a day of the ninja. Day. Well, I have a ninja food processor. Could I just use it on that day? Yeah, <laughs> stealthily. Yeah, stealthily. So you got to like use the quiet button. You bet. All right. So ninja day. Yeah. Well, on Friday we have a couple of things. Uh, the first of which is, and this is Friday the sixth. We have microwave oven day. Ooh, microwave oven day. You remember your first microwave oven? I actually do remember not having microwaves. And when they came out, and our first one was a big, giant microwave with a dial in the middle that you just turned to set your time. Yeah, we had, we, I was in high school, actually I had just graduated high school before we got our first microwave, and then when my wife and I got married, I think we were married for probably six, eight months before we got our first microwave. Hmm. Yep. So this is a day to celebrate and honor the invention that has made the lives of college students single people and overworked parents easier by making it convenient and faster for them to cook and reheat food. Nice. Yeah. So what could you do on this day, huh? Well, you could uh, make all your meals and snacks for the day using a microwave. Uh, You can put a kitty in the microwave. No, 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 you can't do that. (laughs) No Uh, kitties. (laughs) If you are in the market for a microwave oven, today might be the day to bring one home. Yep. If you have gremlins, it's a good way to dispose of a gremlin. Yes, it is. They explode in there. Yes, they do. So, yeah. You can burn the crap out of a bag of popcorn and uh, have your house stink for three or four days. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, we did. Every babysitter we had for our kids when they were growing up would burn microwave popcorn in our microwave. And you can't get rid of that smell for a while. It's awful. Did you know it heats by agitating molecules? (laughs) I think I'm a molecule. (laughs) I think I'm a microwave. (laughs) I've been agitated. I agitate, so look at there. <laughs> uh, so that's the sixth, and uh, we got a second thing on the sixth. Yeah. As well. So the other thing we have on Friday, December sixth, is put on your own shoes day. <laughs> it's about time. Yep. So uh, other than encouraging people to make sure they put their uh, own shoes on while they step out of the house, it's unclear what the unknown creator wanted to achieve with this obviously made up holiday. 
Um, but perhaps, and this is kind of what I think, it was created to uh, buy someone to help young children to learn how to put on their shoes, tie their shoes, stuff like that. Um, so it says here how to celebrate. Put on your own shoes, of course. Or if you have kids or grandkids, take a little extra time. If they don't know how to tie their shoes, work with them a little bit. Show them put on their shoe, how to tie a shoe. The rabbit goes over, under, up, through, pull the bunny ears through, or whatever the little thing sayings are that you guys would use. <laughs> and uh, little did you know, it said, did you know that both men and women wore shoes with heels until the 18th century? Hmm. So on that day, you could wear your platform shoes if you wanted to. I think it went further than the 18th century, because I think in the 70s, the disco era. A lot of platform <laughs> shoes. Yep. And uh, I'm pretty sure Kiss, I've seen them walk around in those big, uh, <laughs> ugly platform shoes they've got. Yeah. So, uh, well, I guess I'll put my own shoes on that So day. that was Friday, December 6th. You can put, put on your own shoes day. Put on your so own So don't wear your shoes. wife's shoes that day. You're going to have to wear your own shoes. All right. Well... On Saturday the 7th, we have Letter Writing Day. I think I'm going to write the letter B. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a big writer. So, I mean, I I like writing stories. It's the physical act of writing I don't overly care for. I'm a lefty. I drag my hand across the paper and it smudges it up. It's just a, a pain to write. I hate it. So, typing, no problem. So, would typing a letter on this day work? It says writing. I think you need to practice writing. Uh, so, all right. Well, it says bring out your finest stationery and your writing equipment. Writing equipment? <laughs> your, you know, your bottle of ink and your quill. Well, yeah, because it says your writing equipment and pen. What else do you got besides? Paper? <laughs> a little machine, a little crane or something that's hauling around paper? I don't you know. You got a really big pen. Maybe it's like the pencil you used to have in first grade. It's <laughs> like. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> hey, bring my pen. I don't know what writing equipment. Yeah, I don't know the way they the way they word that is kind of like, <laughs> my dearest Angela. <laughs> it's been it's a fortnight since the last time I've written you. <laughs> I like this. Did you know there's been a decline in letter writing? <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I know that's know a surprise, that. but I like the way they word it. They said the advent of the telegraph <laughs> and other modern means of communication in recent years. I think the telegraph. <laughs> A little further back than recent. <laughs> recent years. That darn telegraph, it's ruining the kids these days. <laughs> They're on it all the time. Look at that. that beep, 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 beep. So noisy and loud. Get my writing equipment. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So how can you celebrate uh, Letter Writing Day? You can write letters to your loved ones and friends. <clears throat> they will appreciate the effort you put in. What if I don't have loved ones or friends? <laughs> then you don't have to write, I guess. Oh. Well, it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. A win for them and a win for me. <laughs> but if you don't have them, it's not really a win. Well, for that's them. true. So, so anyways, write a handwritten note to someone. If you send out newsletters or cards for the holidays, maybe today is the day to add a little handwritten letters or notes to them. Oh, nice. So, yeah, handwritten letter day. Handwritten have fun with that one. Day. Uh, also, December 7th. It's uh, Remembrance Day for Pearl Harbor. So if oh, yeah. you don't know anything about Pearl Harbor, do a little digging, a little research, and there's plenty of documents or documentaries out there. <laughs> and documents. <laughs> uh, some interesting things if you're into history. Uh, look that up as well. And then finally, Sunday, December 8th, is Pretend to Be a Time Traveler Day. <laughs> yeah, don't really be one. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> darn. So on that day, I won't really be one. I'll just pretend to be one. So while the origins of this pretend to be a time traveler day are unknown, we are certain that the creator of this unofficial holiday wanted people to pretend to be time travelers. <laughs> Whoever wrote these is a genius. Yeah. I decided I'm going to be a light traveler instead of a time traveler. Yeah. In general sense, most of us do that every day without pretending. We travel from one second to another. But time travelers are special. They have the ability to move from one point in time to another, faster or slower uh, than what is us normal humans can do. So, uh, how to celebrate? Um, get a DeLorean. Drive it around. <laughs> get up to, eight, what is it, 87 88 miles, miles an yeah, hour. 88 miles an hour. <laughs> then watch all of your favorite time traveling movies or shows. Host a... 
uh, a party, a blast from the past party where you can uh, theme and have different eras. It says walk around dressed like someone from the past. Speak old English or Latin. <laughs> I'll do that at work. Hey, that would be that would be fine. Uh, one, some. I've, this isn't original to me. I heard this from other people, uh, and it always sounded funny. It says you can uh, run into a local gas station or store and breathless and get ask the clerk, "What's the date?" And then they'll tell you it's December eighth, and just start screaming. It worked! It worked! And run out of the building. So, <laughs> like that's funny. Kind of want to do that. <laughs> but anyway, um, that is uh, December eighth. Pretend to be a time traveler day. So don't really do any time traveling on that day. Just pretend to be a time traveler. Yeah, yeah. Just pretend. Um, and that wraps up the week. Wraps up our first week of December, the last month of the year. Uh, again, the, all the rest of the uh, podcast from here till the end of the year going to be uh, heavy on the, the Christmas and nostalgia. Anybody out there has any Christmas memories they want to share, please hit us up on Facebook uh, or the email. It's funny at comic.com. Uh, they can also find us on Twitter, Instagram. Feel free to comment on any of those and we'll do our best to read those too and maybe even include it in our podcast. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, if you got anything else, I got nothing, nothing else. We will see everybody in one week. Uh, other than that, be safe out there. Have fun. Happy holidays. Oh, don't hit me. Merry Christmas. (laughs) See ya. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to it's funny. That makes it okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate review and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to it's funny at comic.com remember if you see or do something that's a little questionable as long as it's funny that makes it okay